Hello listeners, Kathy Lawless, Life Story Curator, bringing you this podcast series, How Did I Get Here? A series of interviews designed for people who are just starting out, in transition, or possibly feeling stuck, and giving them access to stories who have, from people who have been there and done that, so they might be inspired in new ways to move forward, or maybe just comforted in knowing that they're not alone. This week is another milestone episode. It's actually episode 40. So I'll be recapping the interviews from episodes 31 through 39. If you recall, it was episode 30 that I I, uh, recapped and reflected on episodes 21 through 29. And then in episode 20, I recapped and reflected the first 20 episodes. Obviously, I learned that it's easier to reflect on nine than it is to reflect on on 19. Uh, So to date, I have interviewed 49 people and published 39 of those interviews. Woohoo! I've consistently been publishing weekly on Tuesdays since August of last year, and on occasion have been throwing out a bonus interview published on Fridays. I've got so many in the can that I want to get them out in the world. Uh, By the way, fun fact, out of those 49 interviews, only 10 people knew what they wanted to be when they grew up, and then went and did it. The other 39, by the way, have figured it out as they went along, which seems to be more of the norm, which is kind of funny because don't we ask all of our young people, well, what do you want to be? What do you want to do when you grow up? And we're kind of surprised when they don't know. Really, we should be surprised when they do know. So let's get to the stories. I'm going to recap each of the nine interviews highlighting key characteristics, strengths, aha moments, and words of wisdom. Then I'm gonna prompt listeners about how they might apply these insights or learnings from the interview. This might be especially beneficial to those who are feeling stuck, but may also just be great food for thought for anyone who is out in the working world today. So let's get started. Our first interview is with R.H. Hinkson, who is a business owner and writer. His is a perfect example of living the American dream. He starts out as a young man sweeping floors and then ends up owning the same company where he starts out sweeping the floors. How cool is that? A journey based on strong work ethics, an obsession with gaining efficiencies, always making things right for customers, learning and growing, and inviting and teaching employees how to have an owner's mindset and sharing profit. He's a multi-potentialite meaning he excels at a number of different things, a term he recently discovered and then shared with me. But it's one that we both resonate with and we're excited about the notion of because we both have uh, various interests and different interests and haven't just focused our careers in one area. This term also influences his words of wisdom, which are, find your path, there is success in non-traditional roles, and never say no to an opportunity because it scares you. So here's a first question to ask yourself. Do you have interests in many areas and maybe you've been frustrated with the notion that you should have one thing that you're really good at or one thing that you're meant to do? Do you hate it when people say, follow your passion and you have no idea what that passion is? That's where RH and I both were. Well, then maybe you're a multi-potentialite. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with you. This is what's so fascinating about these new terms that come out, right? There's a lot of information available on how to be successful as a multi-potentialite. 
Uh, and one TED Talk in particular that RH shared with me that I would suggest you check out is from a woman named Terry Tracepicio called Stop Searching for Your Passion. Really good stuff. Check it out. Episode 32, Brian Strandes, owner of 9 to 5 Search and 10 Till 2. His journey is based on a philosophy that life, school, sports, basically anything, is all about what you make of it. Which for Brian started out as a young man when he was in high school, where he was, of course, a student, but also played sports, was a student rep, student council, and then once he got to college, a fraternity. So he was going to make the most out of all of his educational experiences. He's a lifelong learner, not just from school and books, but also from others. One of the smartest things he did was joining a peer advisory group to learn how to work on his business, not just in his business. When learning from others, he's all about being transparent with the good stuff and with the challenges, the bad stuff. His words of wisdom. It feels good when we help others, so let others feel good about helping you. Don't be afraid to share when you're struggling. Give others the chance to serve. So questions to ask yourself here. Think about the last time you helped someone out. Didn't it feel great? You can give them that gift of feeling great. It's as easy as asking their thoughts on something that you're working on. After all, two heads are usually better than one, and who knows what ideas they're going to come up with, let alone the two of you together. Episode 33, Helen Raleigh, CFA, Founder and Chief Investment Officer of Red Meadow Advisors, LLC, and author. Hers is a story about growing up in China and how being the youngest of three children and the most adventurous one got her to America. More than once, she started from zero. But with ambition and persistence, she achieves high levels of mastery and success in everything that she set out for. Early on, she's driven by making money and being successful. Mostly because her entire family sacrificed and invested in her to come to America. So there's no way she's going to let them down. She's now looking to make a bigger impact on the world and wants a seat at a bigger table, the corporate boardroom table, where she's part of the decision making. If you're feeling stuck, consider starting something new, even if it means starting from zero. If you're feeling discouraged or overwhelmed, tap into the energy and the experience that Helen shares. She moves from China to the U.S. with less than $100 in her pocket. Keep in mind this is a time when there are no cell phones and when kids at that time didn't have debit and credit cards. She finds a way to cover her living expenses and to pay for her education. She then moves from New York to Wyoming, where she starts from zero again, having to find a place to live and a job to support her while she's earning her master's degree. And again, which she finds a way to get paid for through a scholarship. Finally entering the corporate workspace, she decides to get her CFA. So again, she's got to start from zero to get this certification. After a successful career in the financial services industry, she decides to start her own business. Again, starting from zero. Then she decides to write a book about her life experiences. So she becomes an author. She's now written two books and countless blogs and articles. 
Her focus is now on becoming a corporate board member. So, can you say multi-potentialite? Episode 34, Chris Cook, Director of Membership and Strategic Partnerships at Colorado Thought Leaders Forum, CTLF. A Colorado native and ski racer whose journey starts by discovering careers that aren't a fit. Sounds familiar, right? Probably, probably a track that many of us have gone down. To appease his father, he finally tries ski instructing, which he ends up loving and which then evolves into a series of successful roles within the ski industry, at a guest ranch, and within the esports realm. Experiences that prepare him for his current role at CTLF, where he's leveraging all of his unique talents around leadership, coaching, creating strategic partnerships, creating innovative programming, and building coalitions. A key theme for Chris is speaking up when he sees opportunities to make things better, which usually led to him being part of translating his ideas into action. This, by the way, has been a theme for several of the folks that I've interviewed, that raising their hand to be part of making things better led to their success. So an opportunity for you might be to offer your assistance to new projects and process improvement initiatives. Don't wait to be asked. Even if you don't get picked to be part of the project improvement initiative, you made it known that you're about making things better and you never know where that might lead and that you might get asked then on the next opportunity. Caitlin Tusick, artist. At a very young age, she knew she wanted to be an artist but figuring out how to get there and what there meant, that's her story. It takes some pretty disruptive measures, meeting her husband, moving to Colorado, becoming a mom, and paying off some student loans to free up her creative edge, giving her the confidence to boldly put herself out there. Where she finds then that the more you really put yourself out there, the more momentum you get. So what does putting yourself out there really mean? For her, being new to Denver, it was about reaching out to the Denver art galleries. She needed to meet them, introduce herself, and find out what areas of interest they were looking for, what types of artists they were looking for. It was about finding her community and building relationships. Which sounds a bit like networking, <laughs> which I know many people dread, but also know that it's so important to have those connections outside of your organization. So the good news is, is you can do it networking somewhat in your comfort zone uh, by joining a trade or leadership organization that maybe you know one or two people or that you're interested in, one that you feel comfortable in, and make some new connections there. And by the way, everyone there is feeling a bit nervous and uncomfortable, just like you are. A trick I learned is to seek out someone else that's there by themselves introduce yourself, start, strike up a conversation, and by doing so, now you're both feeling more comfortable, which they'll remember that you help them feel comfortable, and you'll now have someone to meet and seek out at the next event. Episode 36, Cheryl Campbell, Independent Director on Two Boards. A journey navigating the gas utility industry, working her way up the corporate ranks, and now sitting on the board of directors side of the table. She attributes her success to raising her hand for new opportunities, 
stepping outside her comfort zone. She is confident that she can figure anything out. And by the way, no one else has done it before either. So by raising her hand, she knew she'd learn a lot, that she'd expand her skill set and get noticed for more opportunities. Of course, she also knew that she needed to prove herself by knocking it out of the park, which she did regularly. Here's another example like Chris Cook of raising your hand for new opportunities. I love her message that most likely no one else has ever done that specific thing either. So no matter who is chosen, we'll have to figure it out. Why not make it you? Episode 37, Bob Newman, business partner with BBSI, a management consulting firm. His is a story of transformation, a theme he discovers later in life about himself. Early on, it was about transforming workspaces to help people be more productive. He was in the commercial furniture business. Then recognizing this notion of transformation also applied to himself and wanting to help others be the best versions of themselves. He combines leadership coaching and his love of adventure to create his own consulting business, which then ultimately leads him to BBSI. His lessons learned, trust your instincts, do that next right feeling thing, and don't overthink it. Question here, are you trusting your instincts? Do you have gut feelings about things but then don't act on them, overthink them, or let other people's thinking influence you? I don't have any statistics to support this next statement, but I haven't heard people saying that they made bad decisions, except when they didn't trust their gut. That's what they regret, not trusting their gut, not the actual decision. I believe that when we trust our gut, we trust our decisions, we live into them. We make adjustments as needed, we learn and grow. It's when we don't follow our gut that you hear folks say, I wish I trusted my gut. Episode 38, Erica Duran, International Business Coach and Lifestyle Mentor. A journey of transition and evolution, transitioning from corporate to entrepreneurship to coaching, all while continually involving her areas of expertise. After 15 years moving up the corporate ranks in the hospitality industry, she finds herself feeling stuck. Determined and self-reliant, she gets licensed in not just one new area, but three, real estate, securities, and life insurance where once again, she's super successful until, of course, the market crashes in 2008. Leveraging her natural OCD tendencies, she becomes a certified professional organizer. With her success in this area, other professional organizers seek her counsel, launching her into the coaching space and on a path of continuous evolution and growth for herself and for her clients. A suggestion from Erica, if you're feeling stuck, think about an area of interest or an area that you feel really passionate about, something that's a borderline obsession. This could be a new direction for you. And by the way, Erica is amazing at help people turn their passion into a business. That's what she did for me. 
So you don't have to go at it by yourself. She's got a lot of free content to get you started, and she's got a lot of great programs to help you along the way. Check her out, Erica Duran. Episode 39, Raylene Decatur, Leadership Transition and Strategy Consultant. A rare story of knowing at age eight that she wanted to be a museum director and then achieving that dream. She's one of the 10 that I mentioned earlier, her and Caitlin. A journey of hard work, role modeled by her family, and at the age of 13, she's already working. Uh, she's working because she's tall and looked like she was 20. And she's working in her first art gallery. Throughout her career, she loves that she's never had the same day twice, always meeting new people, doing something different every day, and continuing to learn new skills. A lifelong learner, she's amazingly curious and likes learning forward, making things better. For Raylene, it's about showing up and doing the work, being productive, and leaving a place better than you found it. Sounds like making things better, which seems to be the theme of almost all of these nine episodes. Another key theme to her success that she learned in one of her very first jobs is how important it is to know the budget of an organization and how the organization makes money. You don't have to have an MBA to be able to spot trends and patterns. You just get, need to get to know the budget and know the financials. If you don't understand your organization's financials or the drivers of revenue and profit, this could be an area where you can ask someone for help. So you're accomplishing two things. You're asking for help and you're getting more knowledgeable on the budget and the financials. So reach out to folks in finance, accounting, sales and marketing, get multiple perspectives. They'll be happy to help you learn about their areas of expertise, their roles and how they contribute to the bottom line. So that's a pretty in-depth look at the last nine interviews. A pretty big chunk of wisdom, if you ask me. I hope you enjoyed this recap. Maybe it reminded you of some of the words of wisdom or the nuggets that you got when you listened to these nine interviews. Or maybe you haven't listened to any of these interviews and now you're prompted to maybe pick out one or two. Or I would suggest all nine because they're amazing stories to go listen to. As you know, my goal for these interviews is to give people access two stories of people who have been there and done that so that they might be inspired in a new way forward. If you like this podcast, please subscribe below and you'll be alerted of new interviews as they come forward. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other podcast channels or on lifestorycurator.com where you can also post comments and questions. I'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.